Undad is part of the Alberta Podcast Network and is powered by ATB. Oh, hello there, everyone. This is the Undad Podcast, and I am Trent Wilkie. The Undad Podcast is a podcast about family and how you are formed by your environment. There will be some swearing, there will be some caring, and there will be some sharing. I hope you put on your lucky jacket, because we're going to go on a journey together. This episode is titled, Zoloft. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Trent. I'm gonna change things up here at the Undead. At the podcast part. Well, at every part, really. I can't keep up the once a week. Not because I don't want to. It's just because I don't have the time. Time is a currency right now that I have very, very, very low bank on. So we're going to do it uh, twice a month, which I think will will be good for me. It'll be good for me. I found myself talking to my wife the other day, and I was using the word futility. I used it two or three times in a sentence. Not like the futility of futility is futility. Not like that. I'm not a real idiot. But I just found myself using it, and it felt satisfying to say, and then I realized that what futility means is pointlessness or uselessness, and I I realized that, you know, something, something's going on in my brains, or in my heart, or wherever it is. When I first started uh, The Undead as a blog, it was, um, it was jokey, but it was still, like, honest. I talked about, you know, the coping as a first-time parent and, and dealing with that type of thing and and being honest about the situations I was in and, and the situations I were facing and uh, how I was interacting with my wife and, and the people around me in the world. And I felt I felt both, both grace and frustration, but there was a little more grace and a little more introspection. And then that was that was wonderful. And then my second my second child came, my daughter my wonderful little tank. And I didn't have time to really focus on my emotions, I guess is the best way to put it. And then there's the always creeping insurgency of, of imposter complex being a stay at home dad. There's still a lot of that stupid shit out there, man. Like People call me brave and, and all that stuff. And, you know, they call me a babysitter. And, and it's like, uh, I'm just trying to get my fucking kids out of the car. I'm trying to get my kids into a jacket. This isn't, it sounds very, it sounds amusing. It sounds pithy. But dealing with humans, uh, young humans, is is taxing, especially when you love the fuck out of them, especially when you see yourselves in them. And there's nothing more frustrating than certain types of their personality reflecting yours. And those are the most frustrating parts. Anyway, this isn't a new story. I'm not going to rehash this whole parenting paradox. 
but the things that I loved, music and, and, and art and playing guitar and writing, hanging out with my friends, reading, they all stopped having the same flavor. And the other day, after using futility enough, I realized, is this my normal? Is this... Is this what I am now? Is this what I'm going to... The feeling I'm going to have in my heart for the next 43? Let's say I'm lucky. Let's say I got 30 in me. Let's say I got another 30. Till I'm 73. Is this how I'm going to exist? And it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Go on an epic adventure between March 23rd and March 31st spring break week. Make your family plans and head to an Edmonton Public Library location for fun and entertaining classes and events for all ages. Learn more at epl.ca slash spring break. I would talk to my counselor a lot about my relationships with people and how within the first two or three minutes I knew if I wanted to talk to them or walk away. And she basically just broke it down to me having abandonment issues. And I was like, well, that's, what does that mean? Like abandonment issues. She's like, well, you're adopted. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm adopted, but what does that mean? And she said, even when you're an infant, your emotions are forming. Here's a scenario. Uh, I watch my son be born from my wife. And I watch the doctor put him on her stomach. And I watched him crawl up towards her breast for his first meal. First outside meal, let's say. And somewhere, when I was born, along that line, I was pulled away from that connection from that safety zone, from all of that. This isn't a pity story. This is a psychological treatise on why the fuck I am, why the fuck I am. And because this is my podcast, I'm getting a little into me. Because goddammit, I like myself. And if you're listening, you must at least find me entertaining or annoying or whatever. But you're listening, so fucking sit down a little bit longer. And here I am father of two i'm uh trying to work find work find jobs do my thing raise my my gorgeous beautiful family i can't i can't not talk about how lucky i am and there's the paradox of it all there's the the complex situation i'm in my kids are wonderful my wife is a superstar what she's going through and supporting me I feel guilty about having problems. And here I am. Here I am just trying to be honest to myself and people listening to what I'm doing and all of that type of silly, silly, silly stuff. But it's not really silly, but like you could turn this off and I'm still feeling what I'm feeling. 
you can walk away and not enjoy this, but I'm still going through what I'm going through. There are some things that can't be unsaid when somebody says something to you. And my relationship with my adoptive parents has not been good for the past several years. And with it, my, my brother, not my other brother, he was a dick forever, but now he's okay. But it's all a reflection of how I feel about what I'm going through and why. My relationship with the world, I want, don't want to just say my parents because I've always had a, a problem with authority. Too many, like, fights to... Anyway, when I was in my teens, I started taking Prozac. Which, you know, I thought was going to help. My parents thought it was going to help. It was sort of my parents' idea. Because I was not doing... I was not functioning the way that people of my ilk should have functioned. Which is my white privilege just fucking glowing forth from my suburban castle. Anyway, I started taking Prozac. And I... One of the side effects was nightmares. And I... I still remember the nightmares. I still remember them. And they weren't nightmares. They were fever dreams. They were lucid things. I remember a man's lips on my ear talking to me about how he was going to kill me. And pointing to a man in the corner of my room and his head turning to a blur and agreeance. I remember my room breathing. Now that's a real lucid dream. I remember... So many things, but I was always very, I was scared about taking Prozac because I still have those dreams. I still have those lucid dreams. I still have those late night screams. <laughs> wow. I still have those lucid dreams. I still have it. Shut up. On this episode of the Well-Endowed Podcast, Chris Chang-Yen Phillips speaks with Stuart Lemoyne about the beautiful Varscona Theater. And they catch up with Sanjay Shani about connections and exchanges. A 10-year plan to transform arts and heritage in Edmonton. Visit www.wellendowedpodcast.com Dealing with all that as an artist was very satisfying because I always had something to pull something from. I always had a level of emotional banking that I could withdraw certain things and write about. And I'll be frank with you. Most of my life, like mostly water theater was my, uh, was my big, my big art out. And half the time the guys wouldn't even know what the fuck I was talking about. And rightfully so, because I was just pulling from a lot of painful stuff and just trying to cope. Uh, my wife started taking Zoloft for her postpartum. And so today I took my lovely little monsters and we walked into a clinic and I told the doctor there that I think I need some Zoloft. And this isn't the first time I've seen this doctor. I took him, took my daughter in when she was sick, took my son in when she was, when she was sick and he's pretty rad. He was, he was just very kind to my kids and that's all I need from, from anybody to trust them. Um, like, like honest, honest, caring, honest kindness. 
And uh, I told him that, and he asked me a whole bunch of questions, and there's a lot of crying on my behalf. I think a lot of it was uh, out of like relief, because, my God, I'm finally talking about this. I'm not taking a shower for a week, but trying to keep everybody out like getting upset with my wife for not sleeping like i haven't showered in a week and i'm upset with my wife for not sleeping i cannot expect my children to be emotionally healthy when their dad is just falling off a cliff and thinking he's flying and with the zoloft the truth is there's no downside to trying it there's absolutely no downside there's only ups so I went there today, and I took my first pill today, and we're going to see how this goes. I'm not going to make this into a fucking thing. It's not about that. It's more just about mental health as a parent, being the person that is at the house and trying to take care of themselves and the most important fucking people in their lives. From my wife to my kids to the dog, that poor fucking dog. My God. He's using heroin now, and I'm I'm a bit worried about the dog. I did a podcast last night with my buddies at the the movie jerks, J.P. Fournier and Sean Gramiak. We watched a film called The Dark Song. Now, J.P. beforehand, what he does is he lays out a series of, uh, oh my gosh, it's probably about 20 films, 15 films anyway, because it was... St. Patrick's Day, he put a lot of Irish films out. Uh, but what he did was he, he took out the ones that were possibly um, <laughs> triggering to me being a parent because with horror, because that's what I love and he loves and we usually cover with horror. Uh, there's a lot of kid death. And being the kind soul that wonderful man has, he took out as most as he could, but there's still some things that you leave in and, uh, Anyway, we watched a film called Dark Song. Now, there's spoiler alerts, and I don't care about this, because the song is... Sorry, the film is still worth seeing, even after the spoiler alerts. It was called Dark Song. And I'm not going to give away anything about it. Except, well, there's spoiler alerts, so adapt. Um, a woman hires a man to do a deed. Her son was taken from her and killed. This man is a, a fucking fuck. He's an asshole. He's a great actor, which proves that that's why I didn't like him, because he's a great actor. But what she wants is revenge for her son's death. Uh, and there's a lot of shit that they go through. And the film is just gorgeous. It's a horror movie, though. You might not might not be your cup of tea. It's a lot of people's not cup of tea. But in the end, she changes her tune. In the end, after all this stuff she's been through, ritual sex, uh, near-death experiences, starvation, abuse, these are all part of ancient pagan rituals and, and modern pagan rituals. Uh, but uh, anyway, at the end of it all, um, she calls forth a God. And unbeknownst to her in the face of this God, 
She does not want revenge anymore. She wants forgiveness. And I need to... I need to learn to forgive myself, I think. I need to stop giving myself such a hard time. Sometimes I think I don't have any friends. And then I realize that I have nothing but friends. It's just that I have abandonment issues. And sometimes I decide I can't connect to people. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's healthy to say. I love my mommy and daddy and sister, my friends. It's so great. It's a beautiful, beautiful life. It's a beautiful, 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 beautiful life. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful life. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful life. I'd like to thank Andrew Paul for producing this episode. I'd also like to thank the Edmonton Community Foundation for the recording space and the support. I'd also also like to thank Nathaniel Sutton of Brother Octopus slash Defend the Rhino slash whatever it is the heck he's working on for the intro music. You can find me at theundad.com or online at theundad on Twitter or just type in the undad on Facebook. Or you can email me at Trent at thetrentwilkie.com or you can just see me on the street and give me a way too long hug.